Hey, it's Jenny V from the Mixed New Music Club, and I had the honor of speaking with Mimi Webb. You might know her from her big song, Good Without, but she really started to rise to fame when Charlie D'Amelio used one of her songs in a TikTok. And I'm going to catch up with her and talk all about it here on the Mixed New Music Club podcast. Hey, it's Jenny V with 101.9 The Mix, and I'm so happy to be joined by Mimi Webb. Hey, lovely. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm great. <laughs> have you been to Chicago before? Oh, yes. Yes, we have, and it's one of my favorite cities. I absolutely love it here. Um, we had a really great day off yesterday, so we did the boat trip, which was lovely, um, and yeah, got to see, hear a bit of history about the buildings. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So where are you originally from? So I'm originally from Gravesend in Kent, um, and yeah, and then I moved up to Canterbury when I was about six, um, so yeah, so I was like pretty much raised in Canterbury and Kent. <laughs> oh my gosh, where did your music journey start? So I started music at a really young age, I always loved singing, like since I was like six, even younger, I just was like always trying to get everyone's attention at all the like dinner parties <laughs> that my mum and dad would have, but um yeah, I think for me, I just, I think when I moved, like went into secondary school, I started to learn guitar and there was a, and piano and little thing just to try and like create an easier way to write music and help me do it. Um, and that's when I was like, right, I really love being in a recording studio. We had a recording studio at my school, so it was really cool to kind of have that access to it because I think that's what really helped me really like, you know, boost my confidence in, you know, music and I did a lot of musical theatre and then, you know, my voice always been very husky, so it was always kind of like, it doesn't really work for that. Um, so I was always like, well, I know I want to be like an artist, I want to be like a pop star, but like, how does that happen? You know, when you're at that age, you're like, how do I make that work? So, yeah, and then I think when I, when I was 15, 16, we left school and then I was like, right, mum, dad, I'm moving out, I'm going to go start music. And then, yeah, it was like all happened from there but it was crazy <laughs> oh my gosh and it all paid off because look at you now and yeah. you kind of really became known into the spotlight when Charlie D'Amelio used one of your songs on her TikTok and things started blowing up for you and this was during the beginning of the pandemic what yeah. was it like to rise to stardom during a pandemic it was honestly crazy I couldn't believe it. I think you know you just think to yourself how do I create a fan base how do I do this you know I'm a new artist and there's, you know, it's like really difficult because you can't do the usual things a traditional artist would do coming into the industry. Um, and thank God, you know, TikTok was starting to pop off and it was like there was this whole kind of social media movement of being, you know, do, releasing new songs and teasing songs. So I was like, right, I want to jump on this and like try and do my own thing with it. So yeah, I jumped on TikTok, got my parents in a car and we just started, I started playing them like new songs that I'd wrote and I was like, what do you guys think? And people just started to love those videos and it was, you know, and then obviously having Charlie, you know, she was such a, she gave me such a warm welcome to the app and it was just such a exciting thing just to see how her followers and fan base and her TikTok account like brought so much attention to my first single. So yeah, it was just crazy. Like the numbers on TikTok are just unstoppable <laughs> and it just can fly so fast. So yeah, it was amazing. And I think, you know, looking back, you know, all you would really do is get up like, okay, let's get some TikToks up. You know, yeah. that, you, you weren't doing the shows, you weren't doing the promo, you weren't doing all the other bits that you would normally do. So it was kind of crazy just to have that as your day-to-day -day routine of creating a fan base. Have you met Charlie or did you ever talk to her? Yes, I met her 2019 Christmas time New York, in New York. So it was just before the pandemic. Um, and yeah, our managers were really good friends. So we all went for a nice dinner. It was just before like she started to blow up on the app. 
And she was telling me all about it. And I was like, how does this work? Like, I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Uh, and she actually made my account with me. We actually oh made gosh. it at the dinner together. But I never used it after that. I was like, I don't know how to use <laughs> it. Um, and then, yeah, and then once I released a song, she was doing all these amazing videos. I was like, right, I need to jump on it now. Like, this is so exciting. I want to keep this going. So... Yeah, it was. Um, she's so lovely, and it was. It was. It's amazing just to see how much she's grown now. Oh my gosh, and and you the same. <laughs> um, so, who are some of your biggest influences in music? Um, I would say Adele, um, Amy Winehouse. I love Dua Lipa as well. I think as a pop artist, um, especially like currently, she's incredible. So um, yeah, and but yeah, I would say. I'm also really influenced by like Coldplay and One Republic. I love real instrumentation, like big bands. <laughs> so um, I, I absolutely love them. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a mixture for sure. You know, then there's Sam Smith and Emily Sande and Adele, like those kind of artists that have such an emotional way of giving to music. And I think I like to be in the middle of like the ballads and also the really like upbeat, fun pop songs. Like I'm definitely in the middle. <laughs> now you went from creating TikToks every day to going on tour with Tate McRae and you were here at House of Blue so I don't know why I asked is it your first time in Chicago because I remember <laughs> watching you there yeah. that was my first time I saw you <laughs> perform what was that transition like going from you know this is my day-to-day -to, -day to whoa I'm going on tour now oh it was crazy I think you know touring it, it does take time to get used to you know you're away from loved ones you're also like so excited and it's overwhelming because everything you've wanted for so long is just right in front of you and it's kind of like oh my gosh wow like I've got to do this now and you know I think even when we were on the take tour there was I was doing some incredible things in between different shows and I it just kind of happened so fast you just get through each day today and you look back and you're like what actually just happened like what is actually <laughs> going on um but yeah it's definitely it's definitely a a skill to be mastered um but I'm getting there and I'm really enjoying it and you know it's nice because you just build such a close family with your band your crew and you see some incredible things like Chicago for example I think there's just some amazing things to see here and I remember so clearly you know I went to so many places in America and it was just a lot so but I just remember Chicago so clearly because we were with around the river in the bridge and that was like the first thing we saw um, and then, you know, yesterday we went and saw so much more. But you just have some amazing things to see and learn, and I think that's the really fun things. I love history as well, so I love to learn about different places. <laughs> now, you mentioned, you know, touring in the States for your first time. How different is the music scene from the UK to coming over here in the States? Um, yeah, it's really different, you know. I think as a UK artist coming out to America wanting to break, I think it's very strange how there's such a difference. You know, there's a, there's a lot of... DJ music in the UK, I'd say, like, very DJ heavy. But then there's also, like, us new pop artists that are kind of like, right, we really want to, you know, we want to be global. Um, and then you come into America and it's like, it's just, there's so much. It's, it's crazy how there's such a difference in the music. Um, and even, like, the touring and, the, you know, the way all the stations and the promo works, like, there's so, meant, there's so much to it. And, like, in the UK, it's so much smaller. So, yeah, it's really just interesting to see how it how it works and I think you know as a UK artist it's so exciting to be able to come out and see America you know to America and build a build a career out here because you know you only have those few artists that have done it in the UK so I think that's like the inspiration behind it <laughs> I love that and I can't even imagine being on tour in a completely different country where you, things do work so differently what's been one of your most memorable experiences being on your first tour um, oh gosh, so many. Um, I think w when I meet the fans, there's some really funny stories I get told and I love it. Like there's some, oh, I mean, 
I've been told oh gosh, there was one about um some I want someone's friend couldn't come and it was like she choked on some chicken or something. It was like <laughs> it was just like some like funny like and like she's like she like she's a bit unwell and I was like, Oh no, and like I'm doing a video, I'm like, Yeah, okay, like it's just there's some really interesting, cool things that they tell me and also you learn so much about their personalities. People are hilarious, some people are more connected and emotional, they want more of an emotional conversation and it's like I think that definitely is my the the parts that I love. Like I love being like, right, we'll go off stage and I'm like, right, let's go see who I meet. Like let's sit, see what this crowd's like. And I think that's such an exciting part to it. And you know, us as a band and a crew, we have so much fun. Like we have some ama- make some amazing memories and um have such such a great time. And you know, we just I think you know, you're just every day learning new things. So we all, it's just like, we're all just like, wow, like no one's done it like this before, out like any of us. So it's so good. Well, that poor girl that choked on chicken will have another chance oh, hopefully to see you. Her. I know. <laughs> I was like, we hope to see you next time. Bless her. And she might because you are now headlining your own North American tour and you've got a show at the Subterranean. I mean, what are you looking forward to? I just can't wait to see my own crowd and just to see the lyric, like them screaming the lyric, just see them all there having the best time. And I think, you know, when it is your own show, you just, it's your family, it's your home and it's, and you, it's your show and you can control it. And I think, yeah, I'm excited just to see them have a great time. And I just, I hope they all know the lyrics, <laughs> which I know, I'm sure they will. <laughs> and you have a new song out, so that'll be exciting. Are you going to perform that while you're on tour as well? Yes, yeah, we've bef- been performing that one um, so far and it's been going down like a treat. So, yeah, I'm really excited for everyone to be singing it, screaming it. Um, but, yeah, it's so nice to be able to add, like, a new, you know, something new to the set. And tell everyone what it's called. The song's called Ghost of You. It's out. It's out? It is out. It's and out. <laughs> what was the inspiration behind Ghost of You? Um, so, Ghost of You um, is all about having to get through life, day-to-day life, chores, you know, you know priorities work and even though you know you're still thinking about this person that's no longer in your life and everywhere you look they're there but you have to just keep walking and you have to keep moving through it um and that's why for me as well with the music video we really represented it that kind of continuous movement of having to keep going even though you know like inside it's really hard so um yeah it's I think it's something everyone's going to be able to relate to it's it's a sad it's got some sad you know vibes to it but it we've way we've done it is made it you know fun it's a fun upbeat song and I think it's going to be something people can like jam to as well as connect with now is this something personal that you experienced or (laughs) where does a lot of that songwriting inspo come from yeah definitely like personal stuff um I think this year like you know the more things happen you you know you you're so involved in your career and it's so exciting and then also personal stuff it's like that comes and goes but that was yeah I basically was on a I had my Europe tour and I went through a breakup and I was like oh my god I need to like I need to write about it so um yeah so I released yes yeah, so I was like right Ghost of You feels like the right thing um and we actually changed the name in the end of the title because I felt like it worked so much better for the whole meaning behind it um and yeah it was just kind of like every day on tour you'll have you know you want to smash it you're doing your whole thing but you also there's things going on at home and you're like oh gosh like I'm not at home so I don't have to worry about it now um but yeah I think the song can like so well explains that situation and completely gets it so I think I'm really excited for people to feel that and be able to connect to that and you know I'm sure they've been through similar things. I always wonder when an artist is inspired by an ex or a real life situation does the person know the song is about them or have they reached out to you or 
Called you out. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Happens a lot. I think they love it. I think they're like, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I think for me, like, it's very therapeutic. It's something we need as songwriters to, to do that, you know. It's, you know, you, I don't, I talk so much. I tell everyone everything. I'm so open. But I also need to write it down to be like, right, there you go. That's my revenge. Like, there's yeah. a song, number one, let's go. Like, uh-huh. you know, you want to make sure it goes, it just does amazing. So <laughs> you can be like. I love thank that. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you um, for the success. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really fun to be honest. And you know, even my first ever boyfriend, like we're friends now because I think when I released all my music, he was like, Oh gosh, I didn't actually realise how how upset she was. <laughs> and now he's like, We're friends and we have a laugh about it and he's very funny. So yeah, it's like it's nice because you I don't know, it's just kinda like it's part of our creativity. Well, I hope you hear that. Anyone who breaks her heart, you're going to be the next song inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> silly, lovely, weirdo people. <laughs> so what's next for you? What do you have coming up? Um, so next I have um, lots of shows this Christmas. Uh, it's going to be really fun. Lots of new music. Working on my album at the moment. So I'm very excited to let people know what's going on um, with that. Um, and yeah, just so much new music. I feel like the last four or five months been crazy and we've got some really great stuff coming so yeah more more shows more music more everything (laughs) well we're excited to follow your journey and wish you the best thank you so much for joining us again Mimi Webb we appreciate you coming into 101.9 The Mix thank you